1: Welcome to The Shit Show. Sometimes I just wait for you to ask me for the next question and you just make me sit in my own silence, on my own filth.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's the only time you're ever fucking quiet.
1: Kia ora, everybody. Welcome back to. The first edition of The Shit Show for 2023, and you're joined uh, by none other than Squish. (laughs) Squish. Wow. Sorry, I just... No no accolades or anything. None other than... Yeah, none
0: other than Squish.
1: Huge underscore. Huge underscore. I thought
0: you had fucked up by saying 2023.
1: Oh, no.
0: But you, but you hadn't. No, that was me. You'd Still living in the past.
1: By thinking 2022, Squish.
0: I haven't written down 22 instead of 23 yet on, on a document, which is good. Oh. Usually usually I'm a real punisher at doing that. <laughs> usually I just...
1: Put all your analogue writing that you do.
0: I do a lot of it at work, actually. Thank yeah, you very much.
1: Cool. It's very tactile of you, Squish.
0: My, pen, my penmanship has not been better since I was doing year six handwriting.
1: No, no. Squish doesn't have good handwriting, but... He's got good. I taste do now. Buds for wine, do you know who I used to um, ask a question for the script? No, I don't. Chat GPT. Did you? Yeah.
0: No, the AI taking our jobs.
1: It was for my. Well, no, I was actually testing it to see whether um, it would give me a roundup for. I was like, "What is the biggest news? What are the biggest news events that have happened this week?" Just to see what it could do, and it can only do um, like what it was trained with ages ago.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's only trained. Trained on data before December 2021. Um, yeah, because I wanted it to, I wanted to use it to like just summarize some articles for me, but I think it was busy and it didn't want to let me do it. <laughs>
1: Quite fun to test like how you would put it into your usual processes. And I get a little kick out of every time it can't do what I can do. I'm like, Yeah,
0: exactly. You can't yes, do what I do. like
1: loose. You're fine for a while. Squish. How was your holiday? We should probably have a, just a slight catch up for the people.
0: oh holiday um how was my holiday good? You were here for a mm-hmm. part of it it was that was that was nice to see you my sister <laughs> um, yeah, my sister my, who- my, my my sister in blood Lucy. Um, it was also nice to see um, a lot of my friends that come home. It's the only time of the year that I ever have friends in my town, mm. which is nice. Um, so I make the most of it. Had some sleepovers <laughs> with my friends. Going back to the oh god, that could yeah. be taken the wrong way.
1: No, no, <laughs> no look, okay. Nick, we're in our era of um, if people choose to misinterpret things, that's their problem. If they choose to take things the least like gracious way, that's it was wholesome. Their problem
0: wholesome. Me and Hugh yeah. had bike rides. It was great. <laughs> Cooked barbecue. Aww. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's a very, I, f- I feel like it's summers in Blenheim are always very much the same. Everyone just comes home, chills the fuck out and cooks a lot of barbecue, drinks a lot of wine.
0: What could be better than that?
1: What could be better? And then um, everyone's squish is coming up with my other brother, Ben, to drink some more wine up here with me, which I'm really excited for. Not that any of you care, but um, there you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to our lives. To our lives. Forcing it into you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's basically my whole job.
0: Came here, for, came here for the news.
1: You're getting out. You're getting our sibling itinerary.
0: What about you, Lucy? How was your holiday?
1: My holiday was um, essentially the same as yours, Nick. Came home, saw a bunch of my friends. Went down to the lakes, um, Lake Aviemore, for anyone that knows. Just went off grid for a while. Literally camped with my dad, like. With our dad and no young person in sight, and it was kind of the best. Um, and then, yeah, now back back into work, full, full fucking, what's the saying? Full steam ahead, all guns blazing. Nine,
0: nine, nine to five, you're on the, on the grind.
1: On that nine to five, on that five to nine, I would say <laughs> five to
0: nine a.m. and then I'm done. Well, what was it? <laughs> five a.m. wake up this morning, just for anyone who's oh.
1: interested. <laughs> um, Squish, I can see here on the intro, you've got Golden Globes. Jeremy Allen White won for the beer. Now we do have a bit of. I don't know what he won. He won best actor. Like,
0: oh, there we are. I think he
1: won like best actor. Period. I'm actually about to write in the newsletter a list of them all, but I'm pretty sure that man won the big, the big Kahuna.
0: The big, the big Kahuna. Um, best, did he win best actor for like the the rest of time? Best actor. Period. Done. Normal best actors. Well,
1: low key. I mean where stands of the beer and you stand any
0: beer yeah yeah exactly i mean it's just natural isn't it i mean you you bring a beer into a kitchen and you're you're hitting two of my sort of my triggers there
1: (laughs) and anyone um that hasn't watched the beer honestly it came highly recommended from squish to me not to make this a Culture Vulture episode, but seriously, go and watch the beer.
0: Yeah, Lucy, I'm getting into my pop culture era. 2023 is the year I try to I break into it. Culture Vulture. So everyone... Um, I
1: love that. Everyone.
0: <laughs> everyone spam um, it. Keep behind him. Yeah. <laughs> By overwhelming public demand is what I want.
1: <laughs> no, but Nick, you're really good at the news. We just can't bear to have you You have don't. You elsewhere. just
0: don't want me spread too thinly. I get it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
1: Um, Squish, first big question of the new year, Uh what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week?
0: Um, it may not be the weirdest thing I saw on the internet this week, but it was the thing that I saw, like, while I was, um, thinking up ideas for the episode, it was... Ben Affleck <laughs> working, which is what always happens, um, It's Ben Affleck working the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. And I've really gotten not much more information than that. I don't know why he was doing it. I just saw some tweets and a photo of him handing out a uh, an iced coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts drive um, Drive through window. Ben Affleck has had many photos of him, paparazzi photos of him in the past, yeah. holding like Dunkin' Donuts bags, a cigarette, a coffee, yeah. and looking really sad. So maybe he's just repaying yeah. Dunkin' Donuts for helping him get through the hard times. Maybe he's doing some sort of method acting.
1: Or maybe Dunkin' Donuts, like it's going to be a really smart ad campaign.
0: Maybe maybe he hasn't had any acting gigs in the white in a while and J, yeah. J- <laughs> los telling him to get his money up
1: do you remember maybe they're having to repay for that car that ben affleck's kid the lamborghini it was a lamborghini that his kid got in and reversed into another car when they were oh, it probably it.
0: is that <laughs> tweet that um, that's confirmed. confirmed breaking news
1: repayment for a car that his kid potentially broke i'm sure i talked about it on the shit show well again of ultra vibes. We talk
0: about a lot of stuff on the shit channel. Oh,
1: these. don't we? We just could be like sieves, otherwise, we just our brains would explode.
0: <laughs> what about you, Luce? What was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week?
1: Well, I was going to do this thing where I tried not to talk about Maddie Healy. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but then. Again, I barely ever think about the weirdest thing until I'm writing this script. I know I see a bunch of weird shit Yeah, I know. Ideas. I know. It's, it's basically our internet. lives
0: looking at weird yeah. things on the internet.
1: Um, but I've
0: curated, created my, um, curated my Twitter following list for years and years and years and years to try and find the weirdest things on the internet. I know. And, and then somehow it's just turned into rockets.
1: And Maddie Healy when I like get yeah. on one. Yeah. So she shoot,
0: grew shoot, shoot about liked. <laughs> Maddie Healy throwing an orange at someone or something.
1: Yeah. So- well, actually, okay, so Maddie Healy... Oh, that
0: wasn't that wasn't the weirdest thing, was it? Did I ruin it? No, but the
1: 1975 have gone back on tour and they're in the UK now and Maddie Healy's auto-tune instead of being, don't like menthols, has been like... Don't like Tories. And he's been, like, standing up for all the people going on strike and saying that they haven't had a proper opposition since Blair. He's been in his political era and, like...
0: The early 90s.
1: Early 90s. It's really funny, though, because I saw this comment on under one of his TikToks, or um, under a TikTok of it, and it was, like, Maddie Healy's saying all this shit that Gen Z's on TikTok will have no idea, all this political stuff that we, like, will have no idea about. But... Kind of a good way to get us to learn. Like, I mean, it's not a hot take at all, but, you know, we shouldn't be getting all our opinions from celebrities, but it's kind of good that... What is
0: the... Um, and I don't want to get too deep into in 1975 law, but what is the typical fan base of, a 19, of the nineteen seventy? Would there be, like, conservative young people... Big um, fans of like cardigan wearing, you know, daddy money, uh, Land Rover driving. Um, I
1: reckon there'd be, there'd only be those if they were in their rebellious era. It's like people, very much like me and you, people that were sort of raised by the internet, huge on Tumblr, really like wear Doc Martens, wear ripped tights, like very alternative vibes. But now with their latest album, because it's fuck it, that latest album just. Okay, 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 listen to more. Don't want to
0: get too deep into it. I can see your eyes glazing over and your mouth starting to go really fast and big big words coming out. All I want to know is are there gonna be angry tweets from young conservatives about this? Damn it. No. Okay. No. I wanted to find some. Because Lucy has seen every single tweet about the nineteen seventy five, so you would you would know.
1: I probably have. And I keep getting added to like group chats and stuff with the nineteen seventy five stands, and it's really cute, but it's making my like Twitter blow up. Anyway, um also, Maddie Healy's mum followed us and then replied to one of my I, – because I, there was she was at one of his shows. And he, Maddie Healy's a Nepo baby, for anyone that doesn't know. This is actually my weirdest thing, that doesn't know. Oh, finally and, we've gotten there. And his mum um, – so she was on Coro, Nick, and she's oh, on This Woman. And Who was she on Coro? Yeah, she's,
0: I'm to Google this.
1: It was before our time. Oh, really? Her name's Denise Welsh. Quick live Google. Oh,
0: I've seen this lady before.
1: She's a character, right? And so she she posted a video of her at the show, and she was like filming on her phone, like going around. Everyone was shouting for her, and I just commented "British Christina" with the little, um, with the little nail polish like emoji, like the sleigh emoji. And she replied, um, "Yes, emoji." He won't let me be his momager though. And then I said, you can be our momager. And then she followed us on Twitter. And, and
0: um... I thought that was just some random person nah. when I saw that.
1: <laughs> Maddie Healy's mom. So anyway.
0: You, you're getting into a habit of getting like your um your infatuations family members to follow you. Yeah? Oh, no. Because Gemma, Gemma
1: Styles. Styles, And it's bad because it's really, it breadcrumbs me. And it lets me think that one day I'll be able to interview Maddie Healy or Harry Styles, And then I'm just like so close yet so far.
0: It's fucked. Twenty twenty three is gonna be a big year for you, Harry Styles concert, nineteen seventy five concert. But I think we've talked enough about this because it's
1: Same. It's like thirteen like minutes in and like
0: ten minutes of that has been nineteen seventy five, and we get enough of that shit on our TikToks. Thank you very much.
1: No, literally. Um, Squish. Please, can you talk to me about Brazil's January sixth?
0: Yes, I can. Brazil had their own January sixth. It was on January eighth, though, so not quite uh, carbon coffee, um, but the visual similarities were pretty similar to the um, US capital attack that happened on January 6th, 2021. Are you right there, Lucy.
1: I'm about to shit myself. I'm about to shit myself.
0: All right, you go to the toilet. Everybody, Lucy is about to shit herself. Right, we've started the timer. 14 minutes. Right, it was, it was actually thirteen fifty something, but we'll round it up. I reckon she'll be back within a minute. If you ask me. She's taking her airpods out thank god. Um, so she can't hear me and I can't hear her. Um, which is probably best for everybody. But anyway, welcome back to the Squish show. Um, I've actually decided that I've taking the passwords to she should care about and there'll be no more 1975 content it's official it's decreed it's decided i'm now the boss no more 1975 no more one direction this is officially now what the hell you are not back already (laughs) that was like less than 45 seconds
1: because i'm nothing if not productive i literally wait until i had to go
0: Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit on company time.
1: Oh, that's funny. That sounds like something Dad would say. Also, Ruby would call that a. Hamish and Andy call it a. Done and. oh What is she? What do they call it? Like. Oh, I can't remember. Ruby's gonna be upset. She's told me like three times because I always ask her. so
0: Ruby
1: anyway Nick back to January 6th
0: so yeah uh, Brazil had their own January 6th Um, it was on January 8th so not quite a carbon copy but the visual similarity is pretty similar to the US uh, capital attack that happened on January 6th 2021 of course there are many intricacies to this to the lead up and and what caused it the Bolsonaroism, the Mm. you know, compared to Trumpism and all these different things. Um, and as always, I recommend you do more reading on this if you are interested, but I'll give you a quick overview of what happened. Um, so, yeah, the resemblance between January 6th and the Brazil riots is pretty clear, and both of them a right-wing leader, D. Trump in the US and Yeah Bolsonaro in Brazil. Both suggested, um, in pretty big quotation marks, for months that if they lost their coming election, it would be wrecked. Mm. Um, then, when they lost, their supporters embraced the claims uh, and they used violence to try and overturn the voting re- voting results. Thankfully, um, unlike January 6th, Brazil's Congress was not in session during the riots. So, in contrast to the Trump supporters who, their plan was to go and disrupt Congress's certification of President Biden's election. You know, they broke mm. into the Capitol to try and, as they were sort of going through the process of of signing on the dotted line um but the brazilian riders just came and destroyed just came in they came in destroyed and looted mostly empty buildings with no sort of official process to interfere with eventually the military rocked up and retook control of the buildings um and kind of funny initially the protesters were stoked with this thinking that the military was on their side so they were all cheering when the military turned up um the, oh. mili- the military ran the country from 1964 to
1: 1985. Um, oh, okay. And I was a gonna lot of- ask you, why would they think that the military was on their side? But- yeah,
0: well, you know how they get into their own little heads. and
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like in the, in the States, it was quite different because they were definitely anti-police, anti-military uh, mm. and that sort of stuff. But yeah, then the authorities came in and began to make arrests. So they said that they had arrested at least 200 people as... Uh, of late Sunday, uh, that's according to Brazil's justice minister. Although the governor that uh, is in charge of the district that includes includes Brasilia said that evening that more than four hundred people have been arrested. Um, so that's 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 quite a lot of people.
1: Um, for anyone wondering, Brasilia is the capital of Brazil. Yeah. Which because when I was reading about it, I was like, why are some people calling it? brasilia why are some people just referring to it as brazil and then i was like have i missed something should i be reporting on this in a different way but then i
0: yeah then you then you got a basic then i
1: learned yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) one of the weirder things about this all is that bolsonaro wasn't even in brazil while while all this was happening um he's currently held up in orlando florida with a um supporter of his a brazilian like mma fighter uh jose someone um and while this was all going on, there were photos of him eating um, at KFC.
1: And then I think there was photos of him in hospital because he for a stomach, stomach ache or something.
0: Yeah, so he got stabbed in 2019. Um, oh, and, for a stomach ache. Yeah, just a, just a stomach ache. And apparently there was, um, I don't know he was experiencing discomfort about that, Um in 2021, he also went to the hospital, you know, for complications about the stab wound. Um, and that was mm-hmm. because he had hiccups continuously for like a month, which is kind of funny, but would be so annoying.
1: <laughs> no, it's only funny because Bolsonaro is objectively not the bomb.com. <laughs> for anyone else that had been stabbed and then had to keep going back to hospital, we would not be laughing. Yeah. One other thing about this is that and like the um Jad Sixth riots, it was largely like social media orchestrated, you know, mm-hmm. that whole like yeah. rabbit hole right wing thing, which I've seen a lot of people talking about. Like the big problem isn't so much I mean, it's a big problem that people learnt from Trump, and then he didn't get punished. So then they were like, "Sweet, we'll do this when we're not happy with how democracies worked." But the bigger thing is that the environments that they're in online let this happen and be organised and like you know. And in a few days ago, I would have said everyone should go and watch um, this place rules Andrew Callahan's latest documentary, but unfortunately after Nick and I watching that and really liking the documentary and learning about the Stop the Steal protests, there's been some allegations that have started coming out against Andrew Callaghan um, from women who says that he has coerced them into doing things they don't want to do. So don't go and watch that until we know more about that. Anyway, Nick, I'm quickly going to go through something that we all know happened, but I feel like, I mean, like a lot of things, we want to have them on the record. We want to have them on mic for for history's sake. Yeah,
0: when when they go back in the records (laughs) and find this, the the archaeologists.
1: And they think that's why everything got fucked up, because these two idiots were trying to explain what was all happening. Um, Nick McCarthy, 15 15 times lucky. 15 is the lucky number for him. Yeah. So for everyone that doesn't know, I'm sure you all know by now, Kevin McCarthy wanted to be the Speaker of the House. He had to get voted in, and it took 15 attempts for him to get voted in. Now, Kevin McCarthy's a Republican, and Republicans have a majority in the chamber, but some of them thought that he wasn't Republican enough or conservative enough, and so they just made it hellish for him um and just wouldn't vote for him and then it was just this embarrassing thing where they had to time and time again have the exact same vote essentially um for 15 times squish did you have anything you wanted to add on that
0: yeah so Kevin McCarthy was like one of Trump's biggest bootlickers during his um his presidency you know like he was just one of those like Trump guys yeah and the reason he wouldn't, or well, he wasn't getting elected into Speaker of the House, and it, the Republicans have a majority, it should have just been done first pop, mm-hmm. piece of piss. Um, with any functioning, you know, political party, it would have been sweet as easy as just like that. But there was a group of twenty of them who decided that he wasn't Trumpish enough, yeah. which was quite odd. Um,
1: I know, and so there was like some real heavy. They called themselves like never keviners or like never kevin's like matt gates who would just like stand up and make these stupid bullshit theatrical speeches and like didn't he nominate trump at one point to be the speaker Yeah, he, did.
0: he voted well he didn't know he'd like put his vote in for trump yeah.
1: and and so the speaker of the house is like it is actually a really powerful role in um u.s politics it sets the house's legislative agenda it controls committee assignments it like sets the work calendar it does a lot of this like it gets a lot of the basic like spending for the government through and I don't know it's just I mean Kevin McCarthy I wouldn't want him to be my speaker but I also if I was a Republican I don't fucking know it was just all stupid and it took a really long time, and then for McCarthy to actually get the vote in the end, um, he had to make a few concessions to this group of, like, you know, five to 20 people who were just making his life hell. And, you know, that sucks when there's a few people that you have to, like, bend the rules for, but to get anything done, Mm. he had to. But one of the big concessions he had to make was that now a single lawmaker can essentially call for his removal at any time so they can call to have like a vote on whether he should stay the Speaker of the House at any time so that means that Kevin McCarthy is not going to do anything remotely un-Republican or like he's going to be as conservative he's constantly got this fear that if he says something that's not Trump enough or not like conservative enough one of these people can just be like oh i don't like that we're gonna have a vote and maybe you're not gonna be speaker anymore like do you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah um i don't know i can see it turning into a disaster but i can also see it um the republicans being like okay we can't we can't fuck around with this sort of bullshit really like oh as much as they love being theatrical and whatever they still do need to get elected next time around and if they just muck around with all this sort of nonsense. I mean, I say this, but then, of course, that's exactly what's going to I'm happen. Not, I was
1: going to say, like, that is, that is it's just a giant the joke most gracious thing you could have said. Because I'm like, well, after watching Democrats come in with popcorn and the subtle art of not giving a fuck, and then, like, people literally coming to fisticuffs in the chambers, I'm like, Republicans will fuck around. But anyway, it's it's it is a shit show isn't it? And and it might it is continue it to be. And anyway, he's now he's now the speaker. Squish, now you've got a story for us that is um, kind of bringing justice to someone that kind of deserves it, but maybe, tell, tell us.
0: Yeah, um, it remains to be seen if he will be brought to justice, but anyway, you've probably heard of this by now, but since we did a whole explainer on Andrew Tate a couple of months ago i thought we'd better cover the latest sort of step slash conclusion maybe to the andrew Tate saga so it comes as no surprise to me that the man who once said he moved from the uk to romania because quote rape laws are more lenient there was arrested by romania officials on december 29th on charges of rape and human trafficking pretty big Fucking ones yeah mm-hmm. so kind of all kicked off on December 27th. He tweeted at climate activist Greta Thunberg in an attempt to brag about how terrible his sports cars are for the environment. Um, he said, Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Also, unprovoked, which is kind of weird, like she's, what, 19?
1: I just think he wasn't getting the attention for a second and he mm. freaked out. And He needed to
0: be the main and character. And we'll see what happens. He ended up being the main character, yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, Thunberg now famously replied to that, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. And that's now the fourth most liked tweet of all time, if that matters. Um, to make it even better, Tati Patati replied with the weakest, most anti-alpha response of all time uh he just said how dare you um referencing her 29 speech to the un when she was like how dare you um Mm -hmm. he also responded with a video of him in his signature robe topless smoking a cigar with the now famous pizza boxes that he specifically requests not be recycled um two days later he was arrested
1: because the pizza boxes gave away that he was in romania right
0: as good as that sequence of events was, the widely spread theory that it was oh. the pizza boxes, I know, and I was really disappointed to read this too. Um,
1: no, this is good though. This is yes, research, Yeah, so wish.
0: the pizza boxes in the response video that the Romanian authorities used to track him down, um, To that theory, sadly refuted by Romanian authorities with them saying that they have been investigating his property since April 2022. Um, Tunberg did double down to the kill shots when referenced... When she referenced the rumours in a tweet, they read, this is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes. So it's good. It's good law. But uh, unfortunately, we're not here to spread fake news. We're here to spread the real hard-hitting facts of the news, and those are the facts.
1: And then did you see today that his request to get released from prison was denied, so we will keep you updated um, in this saga because... I mean, good to see justice coming to someone who really just fucking sort of deserves it. So we'll keep you we'll keep you in the loop.
0: Yes, exactly. Now, Luce, just a quick one to finish off. This was a pretty shocking story.
1: Yeah, and Nick, would it be an episode of the shit show if there wasn't some mentioning of something in America to do with guns?
0: Yeah, and a school.
1: And a school. So, I mean... Content warning here, but a shooting happened at a school and I'm going to be talking about it just really quickly. But last week, a six-year-old used his mother's legally purchased gun to intentionally shoot his teacher at school. Um, this was in the U.S. So the six-year-old, um, six-year-old. Like, Six. I know. Six-year-old displayed a firearm, pointed it at the teacher and fired one round. Um, she was just teaching her class. The bullet went through the teacher's hand and into her upper chest. But then she was still able to get all of her students out of the classroom before she collapsed or before she um, had to be taken to hospital. She is a 25-year-old teacher. Her name's Abigail Zwerner, And she's in stable condition now. But... um She's still in hospital at this stage, but God, that's just a cooked story. Like I was reading that, I think like seventeen kids under ten have shot people at their school. That's since doesn't
0: matter when it was from, but like no, still seventeen people under ten
1: with guns at school.
0: I, I honestly, I don't even think I had the concept of a gun when I was under. Especially when I was six, no. right?
1: No. And, and it's just, I mean, I'm sure they're definitely looking into how, like, the gun was fucking just available at home. And I don't even know how you punish a six-year-old, right, in the system for shooting someone. Yeah. But anyway, um, that that happened in the US.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was that. That was
1: that. The teacher's okay, thank God. Um, But I do have a good news story. Nick, there is now a honeybee vaccine. Oh, my God. Which I wonder if that means there are going to be anti vax honeybees.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, storming the capital with bees. Storming the
1: beehive. No, (laughs) storming.
0: The the beehive. We've got our own beehive. Our our government building is literally called the beehive. That was set up for you for a slam dunk.
1: And I changed it to Beyonce's one. Yeah, why? I don't
0: know. What has Beyonce got to do with honeybees? Because
1: the Bay Hive is more of a reference to me than our very own political building, the Beehive government building, mm. I should say. Anyway, Sad. US Sad. officials have granted conditional approval to a vaccine that's meant to protect honeybees against a fatal bacteria known to jump easily between hives. And this bacteria um, wipes out entire colonies, which is really bad because, Nick, Do you know how important honeybees are for natural ecosystems?
0: They are doing the most.
1: They are actually doing the most. They're very imp. In the US alone, (laughs) they support at least $15 billion in um, agricultural production each year. And there's been steep declines in recent years because of these fucking really infectious bacteria and the only way to like deal with this bacteria at the moment is to um burn down the diseased colonies. Jesus. so I know and and because it's just gonna it's gonna kill the bees anyway, it just wipes them out. but anyway, this is the first time um that a vaccine for insects has been approved in the US, which is just real interesting.
0: Lucy, I've got a little question. How big is the needle?
1: Yeah, okay, I don't... I was about to say to you, how do you think they administer the vaccine?
0: Like, really difficultly. Um,
1: like, really difficult. I do
0: not want to have that job. Oh, have, no, you been, no. have you ever been... No, I've actually got the answer.
1: Do. Um, they don't treat individual bees. They, the vaccine is given to the queen in a sugar mixture, which then gives, like, all of her offspring and, like, immunity protection... Um, to uh, against this bacteria. So that's fucking smart.
0: So they don't have to inoculate every little bee. They can no. just give it to the queen and the queen will do the rest.
1: Um that's the bee movie COVID edition. The <laughs> bee movie part two. Anyway, um, Oh
0: that's great. Have you ever been have you ever been beekeeping, Lucy?
1: No, but Josh used to honey hump. Which is weird.
0: Uh, that might be a different <laughs> thing that we talked about here, Lucy. <laughs> which is where you have to go um, and
1: pick up the hives, the big square hives and like move them around.
0: Ah, okay.
1: The big square. Yeah, thanks. Have you ever been beekeeping?
0: Yeah, the boxes, the hives Yeah, yeah, I went in France.
1: Oh, and
0: it was real weird. Did you put on Um Yeah, I put on the whole the whole suit and everything. It was pretty freaky. Yeah. Um then a couple of months later the person I was beekeeping with, um she said that the bees went crazy and attacked a sheep and killed it. Oh. So that freaked me out. And
1: you kinda look like a sheep when your hair's all squishy. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I'm from New Zealand. So I was I it could have been me. So
1: everyone Near miss for squish.
0: Near miss. yeah <laughs>
1: Near miss with the bees. Um on that note, shall we leave the people to go and get on with their day?
0: Yeah, it's been forty minutes of this bullshit. Well for me. Of this beeshit. Um, we t- this is what happens when we talk about 1975. No, I know, and I really it's straight on, really on and on and on and on and on.
1: Um but anyway, team, if you liked this, subscribe, give it a rating, go and see Nick over on the shit show Instagram. Come and see me on the other end of the daily newsletter. Come and listen to Culture Vulture. I don't know. You could do other stuff. What else? I don't know what else you could do, but.
0: Enjoy your lives. Welcome to 2023, everybody.
1: Hell yeah. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.